The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. Broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, this is the Ash Holes Podcast. And today, it's the JFK episode, which, okay, we're doing JFK. JFK, there's a reason <laughs> so why, Dan, right? Seems there's random. a reason. There's, there's uh, a reason. <laughs> yep. Uh, that is Aaron. You just heard. I'm Dave. Uh, Dan is uh, over here. Ed Sullivan. Chrissy on the boards. Good day, good day. Uh, and we are on YouTube also. Yes. I just want to mention that to people that... We're also on YouTube. I know we have uh, Bruce is on here with us. Uh, there's not many Greetings people. Airplanes. Not many people that go to YouTube anyway. This no. is a podcast, and they listen to the majority, as happens on the Cigar Authority also. But you're probably looking on the Cigar Authority and see what the hell happened. How many episodes? Uh, 139. 139 went away. It was all the after show, yeah. which are wow. unlisted <laughs> normally anyway. Yeah. All right, so most of the people didn't know. Uh, right. Nope. So, so the big heads up is we are in the penalty box, so we cannot stream the Cigar Authority live this Saturday. So if people... Oh. We'll people, be on Facebook, and we'll also be after the fact on the podcast. But I want all the people that watch us on Facebook and on YouTube to subscribe to the Cigar Authority podcast because there's going to be one day that yeah. you say what happened to them. And at least then you can go to the podcast and yeah. we'll let you know right. where we ended up. And right. I know most people do. That's where most people are. But right. hit the subscribe button. Yep. You know, there's, there's also a large majority of people that listen to us every week and don't subscribe. Yes. Right. So Jeez. do that. Yeah. It's shocking. How yeah. 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 And you so, can do it anywhere. If you, if you like Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, even if you go to the Scarthway website, you can find the audio links on Podbean. Pocket Cast. Yeah, we're everywhere. So And the Ashles. Just subscribe, yeah. S- subscribe to both of them because we're with tobacco and we're hated and they and want us to go under away. siege. Yeah. So yep. uh, find us on social media also and uh, friend us so that we can tell you these things because next thing you know, something's going to disappear. But I think we're very, very safe when it comes to our podcast. Yes. We should yeah. be. We should be. Nobody's messing with those yet. All right. So let's light up a cigar because this is giant and we're going to need all the <laughs> yeah. time we can get to this. So today we are going to light up the JFR Lunatic Maduro. This is a cigar made in Nicaragua. It is a six and a half by six. Some might call this a silver bullet, pun intended. Uh, San Andreas Maduro wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and filler. The price is $9.99 for a single. Great price for a 60-ring gauge cigar. Or you could buy a 25-count box for $251.99. You can find it at twoguyscigars.com. That is the number two, guyscigars.com. Is that why it's the JFK? (coughs) JFR, that was was JFR, JFK. Just putting a hat on the K. Yeah, I was just trying to put... Play on words. Thoughts to something. Oh, yeah. so, you could just take a little obvious. piece out of the R and you'd have Yeah, yeah. if you look fast. Yeah. So JFR, JFK, six and a half by 60. This seems like even bigger than that. You know why? I, we were trying Is to fig- a half inch? We were trying to figure out before. Yeah. We were trying to figure out before the show, why did we pick a 60-ring cigar 
for the podcast. This is well, the smallest one they have. Well, it partly is <laughs> one of the small, but this is the 60th anniversary of JFK. Ah, so tomorrow will be the 60th anniversary of JFK's assassination, yeah. unfortunately. All right. we, we have these meetings well in advance then, of this, and I forgot myself, but yeah, we, <laughs> stupid things that connect then the Then I'll try not to be upset about the 60 ring gauge. Yeah. Oh, it's you not, had a reason. You know me. This is not, this this is not is my not, typical size. Worse, you either. could get shot in the head, so that didn't happen, <laughs> right? Listen, yeah. I was going to say, oh, could is be that the this to life on news? <laughs> could be. Then we'll see if that ends up happening. All the people that survived the incident. I, need, I <laughs> need this job like a hole in the head. There we go. Oh, boom, boom. Oh. Too soon? $10. This yeah. is, is going to be two hours worth of yeah. I'm gonna be able enjoyment. To do, <laughs> I'm going to be able to do the podcast and drive home to Rhode Island on one cigar. If we want to finish these today, then yes. it's time to light our cigars. Brought to you by Perdomo, the hottest brand in the land. A company founded on quality, tradition, and excellence. One draw, that's the law. 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 It's brought to you by Abuelo Cigars. You're going to live under my roof? You're going to play by my rules. Abuelo Cigars. Now, if Jonathan had chosen our lighters, we'd have a soft flame lighter for this. All right, I taste like bourbon barrel aging. I taste Mm -hmm. alcohol components. Is that wishful thinking? No, you don't even like it that much. Yeah, I would, I would, I would tend to agree with that. You know, I feel like a lot of cigars right now in Nicaragua are bourbon barrel aged, but this one kind of stands. It's a little tastes, bit sweeter than tastes like bourbon, right? Yeah, it's sweeter. And taste it. Listen, that one <clears throat> does not really give you a kick in the face to get no. started, which right? is nice. Yeah. Very sweet. Especially when you read the, the name as Lunatic, that you feel like you're going to yeah. get your ass kicked the whole time. And No, it's very smooth to start. Mm. The Lunatic is on the... Lunatic is on the grass. On the grass. Yeah. On the grass. The grass. <laughs> yeah. On the grass. All right, it so it's, today is all about JFK, not J- JFR, although it's JFR too, because that's what was smoking. But John F. Kennedy, 34th President of the United States. Uh, one of the most iconic American cigar smokers tomorrow, as Dan says, 60th anniversary of his death. Uh, we'll talk about his life, his history, and his uh, affection with cigars. Yeah. So uh, he is the guy that did the Cuban embargo, if people don't know that, right? Yep. Well, he did do the Cuban embargo, <laughs> but not before he did a little bit of work Shopping. for himself. Yeah. Shopping. <laughs> Uh, Almost like a salinger. Yeah. Right? Yes. So he sent him out and said, hey, do me a favor, go out and buy every single um, H. Upman. Yeah. So, T. Corona. Yeah. John F. Kennedy smoked two cigars. At least if you go to his, uh, a lot of the research you can find for that is in his national archives. Every president has a presidential library in the United States, and they have a pretty good database for Kennedy. And the two cigars he liked were the eight, was the H. Upman Petit Upman, which is a. Four and a half by 36. They don't make it anymore in Cuba. And he also liked Monticello's, which I was surprised to, mm. to read. Um, but yeah, the, I have the transcript of what he said. Okay. Uh, so uh, he famously ordered 1,200 cigars uh, before the Cuban embargo. He asked for 1,000. So he said to Pierre he needed help. And he'd be, uh, of course, he worked for the president. He said, happy to do whatever he can. He said, I need a lot of cigars. He said, mm. how many? He said, about 1,000 petite Upmans. Uh, he shouted at the request. He said, when do you need them by? He said, tomorrow morning. (laughs) So without going into too much detail, he said he worked on the problem into the evening and was summoned into the office the very next day. 
Uh, Kennedy asked how he did. He said very well. He said he got 1,200 cigars. Mm. So he over, mm. over-delivered. I like overachievers. Yep. Mm. And then Kennedy smiled, opened up his desk, and he took out a long paper, which he immediately signed, and it was a decree banning all Cuban products from the United States. Uh, Cuban cigars were now legal in the United States. <laughs> and looking up some of the research for this week, what was interesting is, I think he, uh, I don't know if it was Salinger, it was some, some one of his aides. He was in a meeting with Khrushchev, uh, and I don't know where it was, in Russia or somewhere, and Khrushchev knew that Kennedy was a cigar smoker and was like, oh, I got these cigars from Cuba, give them to him, I, whatever. There was some sort of diplomatic meeting and he brought them <laughs> back to Kennedy and, he's, and he was, uh, the guy was afraid he was going to get arrested because you know, it was illegal to yeah. bring in Cuban goods. Um, and uh, he was like, I got these for you. He was like, burn them all. He's like, I don't care. They had, a cu- like, uh, they had a crown on them or something and he said, no, they're illegal. Throw them all away. So he didn't keep them. So he kept to his word. All right. That's why he waited until he right signed at, the paper. Right after he got 1,200 of them. I don't yeah. know. Sounds like they were testing him. Like, hey, let's see. How many cigars these. a day did he smoke? And how it was enough for the, it turns out it was enough for the rest of the It was a lifetime. Yes. <laughs> it turns yeah. out. Lifetime Gosh. supply. Well, he, yeah. he smoked four yeah. to five cigars a day. Okay. Um, so, yeah, probably. I don't know. What, what year did he put the embargo in? That's the question. That's one uh, Twenty. Uh, well, it had to be sixty-one. Sixty-one. 61 so, a couple years he needed. Two years. Three sixty-five so times, times five. five. Eighteen hundred cigars. Yeah, about about just about <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit less. Wow. Um, the joke was on him then. But yeah, he was a big cigar smoker. He started smoking when he was in the navy. Um, From what I understand, he opened the last box. He says, "This is all that's left." Let's go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was yeah. The end of Time it. to go to Dallas. Right. But, yeah, no, it's uh, – Kennedy was an interesting guy. I mean, he served, he served in, at the end of World War II in the U.S. Navy. He was Massachusetts House of Representatives, became a senator, and he became the president. But he wasn't his dad's pick. He wanted his father uh, or his brother, older brother – Joe Kennedy to be, be mm-hmm. the presidential yes. guy, and he died. Yeah. I don't know how he died, but he died. And then uh, a lot of tragedy in that family. For yes, sure. yeah, for sure. Um, and then uh, you know, John stepped up. And what's funny is, is I mean, do you know the history of like how Joe Kennedy became wealthy? Bootlegger. Yeah. yeah. So you know what's funny is, is the Kennedy, uh, Joe Kennedy, his father, he used to run liquor through my high school. Wow. So the, my high school, um, was, I went to Catholic high school. And we, uh, you know, so it was owned by the Diocese of Providence. Which he was Catholic. Yes. And the only Catholic president ever, still to this day. Nope, Joe Biden is the second. Oh, okay. Yep. But uh, it was for, was for almost yeah. 60 years or for, in the history of the, the country. But uh, so my, the Diocese of Providence, like just any other diocese, I'm sure, they own all these elaborate properties, right? And one of them in Rhode Island is called the Aldrich Mansion. It's a wedding facility now, but they used to use it, I think, as a reform program for people. But it became part of the senior campus of my high school. And in the wines, in the, in the basement, they had all this old booze. It was all the booze that the Kennedys ran through during Prohibition. That's how they yeah. 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 So what was uh, John F. Kennedy's license plate while he was a U.S. senator? Sometimes, usually a number, right? Like number one, like in Rhode Island, it's like one, two, three, four. M.A., Massachusetts, yep. 1995. Really? I don't know why, but that's what it was. Hmm. He was Massachusetts, 1995. Was his well, he was lo- looking ahead to something he wouldn't see. W- wouldn't see, right? <laughs> apparently. Do you ever see the, the um, 
thing that with Lincoln and Kennedy, the penny, yeah. Yeah. that says how many things are so much alike from each other. Right. That um, he died, Booth in a booth. And, oh, yeah, and yeah. It was and the guy that like killed him was Booth. And and like, yeah, 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 all yeah. those things, unbelievable yeah, matchups that ended up happening there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Kennedys, I mean, I don't remember this because I didn't exist. <laughs> ah. But the, the Kennedys, it really, when you, it's, it's really when people talk about it to me, it's, it's him and Jackie were kind of like, they weren't just the president, they were no, like status they, figures. They were or, like our royal family. Yeah, right. And um, what was nice is if you're a cigar smoker, <clears throat> part of that royal image was that he smoked cigars. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and he smoked cigars everywhere because part of it was the 60s. You could smoke everywhere, right? But, you know, he liked to smoke cigars. A lot of um, pictures you find of him smoking, he was smoking at their compound in Hyannisport. Or on on a sailboat. The Honey Fitz, which is, I thought that was his boat. If you ever see Kennedy on a boat, it's a boat called the Honey Fitz. I thought it was his family boat. It's actually a presidential yacht. Hmm. Oh, is there such a thing? There was for a time. (laughs) Uh, I believe it was uh, Hoover's before him, and then he took it over, and then he renamed it the Honey Fitz, which is something to do with his family. And he, you know, he would spend most of his time on the boat, either in uh, the bay around Cape Cod, his. Wife Jackie, she she had a lot of family in Newport, Rhode Island. So there were a lot of photos of him smoking cigars in Newport. Um, and then when he died, they just it became just a presidential boat, and then it got sold to a private collection when Nixon was uh, president. Oh. Um, so it's out there somewhere. Yep, uh, Honey Fitz. The Honey Fitz. All right, all right. Um, I when Kennedy died, um, you know, of course, living in Massachusetts, and we all had a picture of Kennedy hanging up on our on our wall. Uh, my dad, who was in the Korean War, um, Kennedy got him out. My dad was sick and um, ended up signing the paper to actually get him released. And uh, my dad owed, t- owed him everything or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people felt like, like that, that he took care of a lot of people in Massachusetts. Um, this is as a senator. And then later mm. became the president, which everybody, of course, Massachusetts so was for. You had right? a Kennedy shrine at your yes. house. Yeah. And he died, and it was, okay, get in the car. And we drove to Virginia and mm. went to the cemetery. Wow. Yeah. For the funeral. Yes. Wow. And uh, it was, I believe, three days long or something. Wow. It lasted yeah. three days, nonstop, 24-7. Mm. Right. And you get in line, and you go around, mm. and you see it. In the and rotunda. Yep. yep. It's yep. like the Queen of England. Line. Like, that's what yeah. So I was three years old. Yeah. And, uh, okay, this is what we're doing. I don't remember it, but yeah. I was there. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's curious. I wonder if someone could send us an email or, uh, you know, if you're watching live, listen in the chat box. But, like, I don't know if it's just a New England thing because we, you and I have talked about it before of, like, you know, whether people were Republican or Democrat, it was like, in, even in my family, it's like my grandmother was like, Jesus, Kennedy. Mm-hmm. It's, it was, they yeah. were almost neck and neck. Listen, Kennedy was a little different of, of a politician in those days. He, he went against the grain, and he was, if you remember his saying, it's not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country, where a yeah. lot of politics today is what can the, yeah. what can the, how can I get money out of the country and the <laughs> yeah. giving of, of money. He was the opposite, said, no, do something for your yeah. country. Um, and that was the difference of, of yeah. how he was. So uh, he wrote a book. What was the book about? Uh, Profiles and Courage uh, was the name of the book. Uh, I had to read it in high school. It was, 
I think part of it is like, it's almost like a life lesson. It was almost like a life lesson book before there was one. Uh, it was about some of his experience when he was in the Navy, I believe, like about him saving people uh, on the boat. PT-109. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He uh, wrote a book that was never released. Do you know of that? No, I don't know. It was a spy book. Really? And it never came out. Because it had real names? Well, because <laughs> well, he hated the CIA. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, he said, I think famously, he said, I want to uh, shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the wind. Yeah, it was Isn't that why they killed them? Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. If you, ask, well, if, you ask his, uh, yeah. if you ask his, uh, I guess it would be his great uh, nephew, yeah. RFK Jr. <laughs> yeah. That's what he says. They believe it. Um, he doodled. But he doodled the same doodle over and over again. Do you know what that was? Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> <laughs> it should have been. It was a sailboat. Really? Always did a sailboat. Yeah. I wonder what those are worth. You got to mm. do it yeah. what, what he ended up doing. You know, you know what's funny about he He's so <laughs> attached to yachting and sailing. You know, I've done a lot of research on Kennedy yeah. for years on, for different projects. Not one photo I could ever find of him at Martha's Vineyard. And you think about it. It's right there next to Cape. For, I don't know why he never went there, but there's no photographic evidence of it. At they least own the house there, the Kennedy. No, it's on the no. Cape. It's oh, in Hyannisport. So oh, it's, that's right. Uh, it's across the bay, but it's weird. Uh, probably too many assholes. On the I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Even then? Uh, donated his, his entire presidential salary to charity. Yeah. Trump did that too, right? Yep. Or, uh, as we say, first Roman Catholic Church, I guess. Uh, Biden is Roman Catholic too. Yep. And uh, youngest person ever to be elected president at yep. 42, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Obama, uh, I think, was right behind him. I think, yeah. what was Obama, 43, 44? Just a little old. Yeah. Uh, another weird fact is, uh, or a question for you, Kennedy's last reply was the last thing he said. Duck? The Did, last, didn't see it coming. In the speech? <laughs> no. He's in the car. In the car. What's the last thing he said? I don't know. No, they sure can't. Hmm. Whatever they were talking about, he said, no, they sure can't. Boom. But I guess they could. They yeah, could, yeah. right. That They're going to kill you. Words. No, they sure can't. So, CIA. Uh, yeah, it was a Texas book repository where they claim the shot came from. I say claim because this has been going around <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody Everybody knows. The, because of the movie, right? Mostly yeah. is what Back ended up happening. into the left. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'll tell you another thing that was going around when I was a kid was when um, Elvis Presley was killed. They mm. said he didn't die either. No, you know. Yeah. And so all the stories. He's, he's around somewhere. Yeah. Well, you ever seen the like uh, the yeah. uh, <laughs> people thought for a long time he was in Home Alone? <laughs> oh, really? So no, if, you, if, you, if you watch an older version of Home Alone, like on VHS, <laughs> it's where it's not HD, because they took him out when she's in the bus depot where she meets John Candy, the king of the polka king of the Midwest. There's a guy in the background who looks almost exactly like Elvis. Really? And when low quality, it looks exactly like him. And it was like supposed to be a secret. You squint your eyes. Then. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, there's a lot. I mean, that's probably the one conspiracy theory I find interesting is JFK. Because there's weight. Well, you, if, you, if, if there's <laughs> Pause, yeah. a little something that is factual and you connect it to something, you can do that to anything. And there's, there's mm-hmm. people out there that can, everything's a conspiracy mm-hmm. of whatever it is. Yeah. But 
um, there was a lot of connections. Sure. Well, and it, what's funny is, is you think this is the 60th anniversary of his death. Normally, like the 50th, I remember every five or six years, whatever the anniversary yeah. is, there's always all this stuff that comes out, documentaries about cons- This year, there's really none because there's so much crazy shit going on. <laughs> yeah, there's too many that people. people there's too much for people to process. And also, you know, the people that remember him, again, I was three years old, so I don't really remember him as, as mm. opposed to looking at things, but... They're dead. Yeah. yeah. You know, so there's yeah. nothing left. Because it's yeah. a conspiracy. They're taking them all out. Yeah. And they wait until they even wait even further for more information they have. They didn't show every single thing that's yeah. out there for whatever they, they hold back until everybody's dead and nobody cares, I mm-hmm. guess, is, is the point. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I have one more thing to say, a uh, question for you. Campaign song. Back in those days, everybody had a campaign song that they do. We hear... Um, Trump out there, and he's got the same YMCA. Thing. Yeah, what is the campaign song of John F. Kennedy? Nineteen fifty-nine. They played it over and over and over idea. and over. Mm. Any idea? It's a Frank Sinatra song. My way. Yeah, it was way no. before my my way came out in the seventies or something. It's not "Fly Me to the Moon." It's a weird one. It was High Hopes. Oh, okay. yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. High Hopes, uh, and it supposedly changed the campaign, they say, and this was the connection yeah. with, with um, Frank Sinatra that, and everything yeah. that went on. And the TV debate. He was the first TV debate, and yeah, he knew how to yeah. do the makeup yeah. and yeah. look and ma- good. And make um, Richard Nixon sweat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Richard looked look, Richard like a melting Nixon candle. Like, yeah, he looked like shit. <laughs> Kennedy looked Cool yeah. and collective, yeah. and uh, that was the beginning of TV. Yeah, first you know, presidential debate. And, and uh, really changed things, and then everybody started getting smart as time he, went on, including Richard Nixon. Said, okay. He didn't look as bad as Giuliani with the hair. Oh, oh, remember that? Yeah. 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 yeah All right, uh, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, we have letters in the mailbox, the top five delightful news, and the weekly six-pack. Only Great Leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa Leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa Leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa Leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. 
solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark, Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take a journey. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Selma, New Hampshire. We're smoking the JFR Lunatic. And we're yeah, we are. JFK. And if you want to send us an email, it's theashlespodcast at gmail.com or go over to theashles.net and use the contact us. So what do you think of this? Besides, it's, you know, none of us are big ring gauge 60 ring oh, gauge people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're excellent cigars. Yeah. Yeah, they do make good. one size that's a 50, I think. And I'll smoke those yeah. from time to time. Yeah, there's a big lineup because I feel like, if I'm thinking about it correctly, they have two blends in this. It's not just a Maduro. They have a Habano as yeah, well. Yeah, they do. The Habano is really good. Um, what's it called? There's probably like a, almost a dozen sizes between yeah. the two blends. Uh, but this is a very deceiving cigar because like when I picked these out, I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to blow my face off with these. No. <laughs> and it is pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Flavor's a good. ton of flavor. Mm-hmm. So we're 25 minutes into this. I, I just took the ash off for fun because there wasn't much ash on it. <laughs> I mean, you, this is easy two hours ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy two hours ago. There's $5 an hour. Yeah. It's unbelievable. 11 a, sizes. Whew, well, yeah. really. Between two blends. Yeah. a long road trip or something, perfect for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, they have one that's a torpedo, right? Yeah. Which is be better off that I don't have to put. They have a well, the seven. The, well, the eight by eighty 
<laughs> Maduro and Habano are like a Bellicoso torpedo. Right. They so, made a ten so by it's still like a 60 ring gauge at the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one too. Jonathan did smoke, but it's more great. of a rounded head. Yep. Mm. So, but good smoke. Tastes good. Yeah. Uh, I still have not come to all these years into the 60. It's, it's, I, a, it's a little I too much. I don't think I'm ever going to get mm. it. Yeah. No, it's least, too much. At least when it's a six and a half, for some reason to me, it feels more like the Toro's on the market now. Mm. It, I don't know why. It's the same ring gauge. The proportions but the ratio, look yeah. a little yeah. better. But it's, it's a big cigar. Mm-hmm. 54 is my is the match yeah. yeah. of the cup. I'm not the happy about I'm okay it. with a 56, but 54, 50's, yeah. Yeah, 50 is the good one. Mm. Like the, I like a good 50 yeah. ring. I like a good 48. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got three letters in the mailbox. To get yes. So Each let's one do it. questions, too. All right. Uh, first one's from Justin Nelson. He says, uh, question, how can a cigar wrapper really make that much of a difference in the flavor of a cigar? This came up recently when I was smoking the Sober Mesa Brulee Blue. Well, that's because it's sweetened. Uh, <laughs> when I took the footband off. sweet? Yeah. And when I took the footband off, uh, the cigar wrapper split some, and I saw the binder underneath. What really stood out to me was how thin the wrapper on the cigar was. Yeah, how can such a thin piece of tobacco make such a, uh, so much difference on a cigar compared to how, how much more of this, the binder and filler tobacco? Uh, follow-up question. Do you have a sampler... Uh, you might recommend for how to show the difference. Uh, so cigars that are the same size, same binder, filler ratio, and the only difference being the wrapper. Yeah, there's, oh, there's, that's a good one for the future. Thank yeah. you for doing my Thank, homework. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a, a lot of misinformation out there about wrappers, and you see even eighty percent of the flavor. Well, yeah, it's Nick, not true. Nick said, yeah, how do you make a percentage 20, of right? flavor? Yeah, yeah. came up with and, and I, I think that's more realistic. Which is a lot number, is a big number also. When mm. you consider how thin this is. Yeah, the weight of that versus the yeah, rest yeah, of yeah. the cigar. But, yeah. Um, and, yeah. a, and how about on a 60 ring gauge? I mean, it's a small, small component small. of what, yeah. what it I is mean, here. But it does it the part that touches your lips. Yeah. That's where you taste, right? Yeah. Maybe even your tongue. But also, I mean, you're not going to be able to take out some of the binder. That's probably going to have a big difference there, too, or some of the yeah. filler. Take out some of that. Uh, it's going to, yeah. you know, the flavor is going to change. No we what. can do a show on it, but we've yeah. got to give them an answer. And the one I always, my go to is La Giana. Yep. Right? Because you Thank really you. see the difference. It's the exact it's, same cigar yeah. with a Connecticut or, or the Maduro. Maduro. And yeah. yeah. It's a change, big change. And up. don't be afraid of that Maduro. It's not super no. strong. Miles and, and that's sweet. the thing. I think wrapper takes 80% of people's purchasing like power. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> if I saw this on the shelf, I would never pick it up because I just don't like stronger cigars. And the perception looking at this, because it's a little bit darker, especially it has a darker silver packaging, I'm gonna, eh, it's probably going to be too strong for me. It's not. Yeah. So purchasing-wise, it makes a huge difference. But taste, yeah, it's a different and story. Absolutely correct. The Connecticut shade is a very thin wrapper compared mm. to others. Yeah. All right. Especially uh, if it's real Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Next email is from uh, Scott West. He says, has my first McAuliffe been discontinued? I uh, finally smoked my first McAuliffe after watching all of your shows and Dave's other show uh, from the last two years, and it was phenomenal. The McAuliffe Bold Nicaragua. Perfect construction, razor-sharp burn line, amazing aroma, and delicious flavor, but have the Bold line been discontinued? If so, what's the cigar that repla- uh, that's replacing it or closest to the Bold Nicaragua? Dave's recommendations have never failed me. Um, thanks, and keep up the great show. Yeah. McAuliffe Black is the answer to that. Yeah, yeah. Great cigar. Yeah. And you're talking about a better price. Great cigar. I can't say enough about it. 
and uh, listen to that um, Fave 5 mm-hmm. um, segment that we do on the show. <laughs> Save your band that you have, especially the bold one on there, right? Put that in along with four other bands and mm. send it in and uh, win some money. Yeah. Okay, last email is from Leslie Korn. Uh, she says, the subject is cut to the chase. Uh, <laughs> it's not a criticism, don't worry. Uh, Hello, my favorite assholes. My question for t- uh, today is quite simple. Is there a rhyme or reason uh, when you cut a, c- uh, a cigar if you use a flat V-cut or punch? So it was a pun. Uh, wishing you all a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Regards, Leslie. I, I always use a, a flat Straight cut. Guillotine. Straight, straight cut. Straight yeah. guillotine cut. Yeah. It's going to open it up so you can taste it. I'm going to tell you an analogy of drinking a glass of wine through a straw. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does that taste like? Try it, and you're going to end up tasting and you know get the mouthfeel and everything that's going to yeah. end up happening. Then take the straw out and drink it out of the glass. Oh, my God. It opens it up. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You can smell it. You can taste it different. Yeah. And that's what happens with cigars when these people, especially when I see them do it with the um, golf tee. Yeah. They stick a little uh, hole in the golf tee, and I go, that can't taste I've good. I've seen people do it with a wooden match. And yeah. Like, yeah. What, what uh, do open yeah. that thing up yeah. so yep. you can have full mouthfeel and, ta- and taste. Yeah. The only way that'll work is if you have a cigar like a Kristoff that's rolled into bar, and it's meant that you can just mm-hmm. twist the pigtail yeah. off, and it'll still yeah. taste good. But, but you don't it's even, very few cigars rolled like don't that. Don't even need a cut. Really no, <laughs> but it still tastes better if you just yeah. straight cut. <laughs> yeah, so. so straight cut usual. V-cut if I'm feeling fancy and a punch if and, I'm and desperate. And there's some good <laughs> like, v, there's good V's it. that yeah. have that deep V, yeah. 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 Deep which v is... Um, the Calibri uh, deep V. Calibri does yeah. it and yeah. Vertigo, Vertigo does it. Uh, a deep V, and, it, and Jonathan uses I, that all the time. I'll settle for it. And if you listen to Jonathan, it's mostly because often they're smoking the same cigars yeah, downstairs, and, he, and he likes to know which one yeah. is his yeah. when they're so all he in the get germs. Yeah. Or lectins. lectins. Somebody yeah. might have yeah. ate a lectin. Oh, yeah, and then I'll transfer. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's three. That's three, yeah. All right, we like that. When they come in, how does somebody uh, email us? It's theassholespodcast at gmail.com. There we go, theassholespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Keep them coming in. And I have a Dave Weekly six-pack for you. This JFR Lunatic 65 by 60 starts off the, the pack. This is going to have everything to do with um, JFK, right? That's yes. the connection on it. So we know why that is because it's JFR and it's close to it. And the size the 60. Sixes, yeah, is the year 1960. We have the H. Upman. 1844 Toro at $9.59 because we said JFK's favorite brand was the H. Upman. Correct. So it includes that. Julius Caesar, Hail Caesar, $18.99 for the Hail Caesar. Um, why is that? Well, <laughs> if, if you are history buff, uh, <laughs> Julius Caesar it. was... Also brutally murdered. Okay. Uh, a little bit more brazen. Uh, but his was a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. You know, yes. he was stabbed to death by, what, do- dozens of people. Have you yeah. seen the pencil holder for <laughs> Julius Caesar? Yeah. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's a pencil holder, and the, on his back is all the holes. Oh, no. You put your pencils in there, and I'm like, wow, that's Incredible. sick. And then I saw it the second time, the third time, and I said... I think I have to get that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I learned to like it. It's a good conversation yes. piece. You know. so. Uh, so that is interesting, uh, which, by the way, I didn't know that he was brutally stabbed because really? I, I looked at that and I go, so what's up with this? And then I looked it up and there was the oh, answer. Yeah. And I, now I know the Beware of the Ides of March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
J.C. Newman, the American Robusto. Uh, yeah. The American. Because he's American. Oh, yeah. Great American. Yeah. Yeah. Great American. 1769. So this is a costly little pack over here mm-hmm. right, right now. Um, the United Toro Natural, again, the American United. Very patriotic. Yes. 849. Uh, now we bring it down to a lower price cigar, the Dos Ombre Cabinet Honduran Presidente. Because he was a big pres- one, right? That's, that's the big biggest one. size. It's still, I believe, only a 50. It's just a little bit longer. Right? I b- eight. Eight inch, eight yeah. inch. Yeah. Um, $5.89. Talk Whoa. about value. That's a yeah. long fill cigar. That's yes. $5.89. Taking the total down to $70.64. And the deal of the day on Dave's weekly six pack is $60.35. Is there something with that? There is. Six, 60th anniversary of his death, 35th president. Okay. Uh, there you go. Look at it. And, and, and a great over. savings. There we go. So go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number twoguyscigars.com. In the search bar, hit Dave's. It'll yep. pop up. You'll see yep. it. And you click on that. And the only people that know about that is the people listening or watching the Ashholes. That's right. So there we go. Okay, it is now time for the Fave Five, the um, <laughs> top five. Top five. It's brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two, two of them. them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. All right. Hey, Dan, read fast. I need more than a minute <laughs> for delightful news. All right, today's top five is the top five American political dynasties, according to HowStuffWorks.com. Number five, I changed out because no one knew. I didn't even know who this political dynasty was, so I put the Clintons there. All right. Good, bad, or indifferent. They're a dynasty. Okay, big you one. think the daughter will get into politics? I don't think so. No, yeah. sense. Chelsea, no. No, <laughs> no I, think, uh, I think we're good. Uh, <laughs> number four is the Roosevelt family. Teddy, vice yeah. president mm-hmm. and also president. FDR, president, of course. Longest serving, right? Three mm-hmm. terms. Yeah. Uh, you know what's weird about them? Eleanor Roosevelt, FDR's wife, was Teddy Roosevelt's niece. And yeah, FDR was also Teddy Roosevelt's fifth cousin. So well, that's, that's a fifth is pretty far. But yeah. It's not far enough if you, yeah. you know. <laughs> uh, number three, the Adams family. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lurch. Oh, yeah. 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 Lurch. Yeah. Gomez. Uh, John and John Quincy Adams, both presidents, father and son. The first father and son duo to be president. <laughs> pretty early on, too. Number, th- <laughs> number three, the Kennedy family. So number there's, two. There's a lot here. Joe Sr., uh, he was uh, an ambassador, I believe, to Scotland. That's how he got into all the booze. JFK, Bobby Kennedy, JFK's brother, was attorney general, was running for uh, president and, you know, also mm-hmm. shot down. Uh, Ted Kennedy, uh, senator yeah. for a long time in Massachusetts. Patches, Patrick yeah. Kennedy was a congressman in Rhode Island. And then uh, RFK Jr., Bobby Kennedy's son, is running for president right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then number one. It's the Bush family. They did it all. They didn't just stick to the, the executive branch of the federal government. They have senators. Uh, Jeb and GW were f- governors of Florida and Texas. Uh, two vice presidents between her, uh, HW and uh, – uh, pre- oh, I'm sorry. He was 
oh my god, blank. Uh, H.W. was VP for two terms, mm-hmm. right? For, with uh, Reagan. Yep. Then he was president, and then G.W. was uh, yeah, president for two. If you think about, and you see of course, the dad ran the CIA. And yes. Was actually in Dallas at the time. Ah, oh, that's true. Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. <laughs> <laughs> I think not. That is delightful. Are you tired of the news <laughs> claiming the end of the world? Everyone run for cover! Mayday! Are you sick of turning on your radio and hearing things like this? Code Red, duck and cover! You're all in danger! Well, I think it's time for some delightful news. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. How delightful. And I don't want any grief over this story. I found it on the Good News Network, so <laughs> it must be good news. <laughs> something run by, is it run by Ed Sullivan? Oh, boy. The website... All right. This is about the world's first whole eye transplant. Yeah. <laughs> and it gave an Arkansas man new hope. Could he see, though? In a 21-hour procedure, 140 surgeons and attendants completed the first whole eyeball transplant on a military veteran wow. who had suffered a near-fatal electrocution. Oof. Oof. Replacing the better part of his entire face... And connecting a donor eyeball to the optic nerves, the surgery was declared a success. Though it isn't clear whether the patient will, will be able to see out of the eye <laughs> it again. Clear. It means. It's not going to be able to see very well, Cotton. I mean, something, though. It meant an enormous step forward for transplantation science and incredible peace of mind for his family. Can he see? No. <laughs> he said it wasn't clear. So they had all those surgeons there watching. So how was it a success? No. <laughs> He, he remembers, the surgeon remembers talking to Rodriguez and hearing, oh no, the, the other guy, Rodriguez, was the surgeon, hearing he may never see out of the donor eyeball. But I said, even if it don't work, I'll have an eye. That's true. Yeah. And it yeah. will at least be normal looking. Mm. And then you all could learn something off of this. Mm. Could have put a glass eye. So he, well, it's better than a glass eye. because So it's a living, a living eye in his head. 7,200 volt shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did he live? Well, they, they thought he would Just not live. Yeah. They, like, they called his family and said, prepare for the wow. worst. And that, my friend, is just delightful. It's not, it's not all that delightful. <laughs> you got you to step up to delightful. I mean, so, Dave, I don't know if it ended up looking good. He's got an eye patch on. <laughs> yeah, he, so he still has his other eye. <laughs> so wait. Does the other eye work? I believe so. They didn't mention he's totally okay. blind. So, out. yeah, so that's, that's good. So yeah. 170 surgeons rode off their trip to go watch this thing. Didn't work, and he wanted it so he looked cool, and yeah, he's but, got an eye patch. But he got a whole face transplant. Yeah. It looks pretty good. You don't look bad. Yeah. yeah. 7,200 volts. What Just wire did he touch that had Do that? you know eye? James that works for us? Yes. He has one eye. Yes. Oh, you know it? Oh, yeah. I didn't know it, and uh, now I can tell that I know it, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah. Same exact thing happened to him like happened to my losing my hearing, mm. that it just went away. One day he couldn't see. Oh wow! And, and that was it. When you leave Nashua, New fear unlocked. When you leave <laughs> yes, Nashua, exactly. do you say, James, keep an eye on things? Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah, just I an mean, eye. Yeah. 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 All right, it's time to review the JFR Lunatic six and a half by sixty. Does this have a name to it? The That's stocks? it. That's it. That's hmm. the name. Six and a half by sixty. Creative. That is the name. I'm going to go with eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Uh, Little kind of fuller bodied for me, 
um, and a little too big for me. Which, hmm. which is why I went 89. All I right. probably appreciated yeah. the little more full bar. You like the strength. Yeah. I gave it a 90 because in spite of it not being something I would normally pick up, I enjoyed it. It keeps yeah. going up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the ring gauge, I mean, it's not going to hold me back too much. The flavor is great. I gave it a 90 as well. Cool. 90, 90, 89, 89 and a half. Not bad. Right. 89 and a half, nothing wrong with that, yep. for sure. Just like all the stars. Mm. Right, right. Uh, yeah, those are still coming in. Those oh, yeah, we got reviews. a good one this week. All right. All right, that's it. Next week, uh, what's in your holiday rotation? It is the holiday season. By the way, uh, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody that's listening this Thursday. Tomorrow's amateur night out at the at, uh, Rookie at the night, clubs. baby. <laughs> so be, be careful. careful. Right, be careful out there. But our favorite cigars to enjoy during the holiday season, which begins right now. So that is it. Until we see you next week on the Assholes broadcast from Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. Don't forget to subscribe. Now's the time to do it. Go find the podcast and subscribe because uh, they're doing stuff out there on us. Oh, boy. Cigar smokers, be careful. Uh, We'll see you next time on the Assholes. opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.